right, well, that, that's just the soft question to lead into my story. <laughs> but, uh, so we had some guys coming in my neighborhood, like doing the whole security system cell thing. And in my neighborhood, there's a Facebook group that Amber's a part of. And so that's it's 99% them just whining about other neighbors. But I guess these guys are going around and they were being extremely aggressive to the point where they were actually like threatening people's like animals. <laughs> Where it what? was literally like it was the mafia thing of like, you, know, you should get the security system thing. Like, no, thank you. I'm like, oh, you should because you know how easy it'd be for someone to kill your dogs in the oh backyard. God. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. right. That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, people when they did that, the people were like, okay, we're calling the cops right now. Yeah, that's way too far. <laughs> yeah, so that's I was like, I didn't know what kind of stories you guys are gonna have about aggressive solicitors, but yeah, but, if, uh, but they threatened. Though. Yeah, it was the mafia thing. <laughs> it's a nice car. Be ashamed if. Uh, it had something happened to it Tried what's going on method. everybody i'm aj welcome to genre geeks episode 58 i'm aj with me of course is darren hello heath hola lee hi and matt i'm struggling you are but that's that's a general thing you're, you're doing all right <laughs> i'm not even sure he even heard you introduce him i think he was just saying that he no, probably I, was like oh crap no, there's been a pause is it coming you. to me has the ball been passed <laughs> Definitely heard you. I'm still struggling. <laughs> well, today is July 26th. It is National Bagel Fest Day. Mm, bagel Fest. Oh. I like a good bagel. Bagel Fest seems like a movie that they made in like 2004. Right, like Beer Fest. It's the PG yeah, version of Beer Fest where they're just yeah, the first thing I thought a bunch of. of bagels. I have no idea what that means. A lot of it's also there, National Coffee Milkshake Day. Okay. Coffee milkshake. I guess there's a thing. I am like down for that. Never, never even thought about it, but that seems okay. I'm down for it, but I just don't understand. Just uh, okay. Never mind. I was gonna say why is there a day for it, but that's you know that's the entire bit. Uh, <laughs> it's also <laughs> National <laughs> Disability Independence Day. I'm gonna move on from that one because that one. Yeah, right. let's go I, ahead. Yeah, right moving past on from that, that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> July 28th is National Milk Chocolate Day. The best mm. of the chocolates, like milk, milk versus chocolate? dark. Any, 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 uh, dark, any strong all the way, dark all the way. Really? Yeah. Oh no! Wow. There's context. That was, that was strong. Like, or like context. Man. There's, there's, there's a time and place. I like milk. If I'm just like, oh, I'm in a fancy, I'm in a fancy mood. I want a little bit of, uh, I want to treat myself a tiny bit. Milk chocolate, but for some reason, like adding that to like a, uh, like a dessert, a proper dessert thing, like a milkshake or whatever dark chocolate all the way i feel the exact mm. opposite i feel like dark chocolate is what you would want whenever you're like having a fancy meal or something like that i feel like milk chocolate is like the standard you just go to the store you're grabbing a hershey's take a quick slowly but like i feel like lee has a really important thing he wants to say so lee what do you got oh it was, it was just adding on with it all right what you got <laughs> let's hear it I'm, I'm outing myself on this one um i actually think milk is disgusting i'll just in general take, like, just, you know. in in general so i'll eat ice cream and i'll like you, you know drink it no, no. I just actually think like cow's milk personally is really, really gross. So are you one of those I, people that are just like, uh, oh, not your like not your mom, not no, your milk? Nope, nope. That wasn't <laughs> it. Like I'll do almond milk um, for like cereal or whatever. But for me, it was uh, I was back in high school and they talked about how much pus and scabs and blood Ooh, and mucus is allowed per gallon of milk so every gallon of milk there is a fda allotted amount of pus in it and that just grosses me out so like if it's eh. mixed in with something i'm okay but just drinking it a little nah. pus never hurt anybody <laughs> hey, out of sight out except of for mind, the ones dude. it killed what was that 
I was just saying out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> that is that is pretty true because we worked in the meat department, Lee. We know what goes on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Just get that ignorance. Uh, was that uh, but it I want to hear. I, I want no. I want to hear from Heath because he was like the quickest and just like right off the bat, just like said dark. And I want to hear like what you think of dark chocolate, like because it's it just, is the best, hands down. Like dark okay. chocolate has a much right. richer, better taste Dude, to it. Dark no chocolate, chocolate tastes like a cough. A, a cough. <laughs> a, put it on the pole, Matt. <laughs> Does dark chocolate taste like a cough? Put it on the pole, Matt. It. Does dark chocolate taste like oh, a cough? Yes or no? That's at fantastic. Cast, at John Reeves Cast on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Also, July 26th is also National Aunt and Uncles Day. Mm. I have a, I have way too many aunts and uncles. My dad has five brothers, and then my parents, both my parents are divorced, so I have like tons of like. I have a lot of aunts and uncles, is my point. So it's pretty... Wait, it's, but I also don't know any of them, divorced? which is kind of funny. So It's pretty you sad, your actually. parents are divorced? <laughs> Both of them, yeah. No, only one they, from the so, other. The other one... Yeah, the other yeah. one's like only still one holding one, on. Only one of them is divorced. <laughs> the other one... I have two uncles, both of them named Mike. So there's that... <laughs> Convenient. Fun, there's a fun you little thing them. Yeah. On my dad's side, uh, he has 10 siblings, so it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> To celebrate National Aunt and Uncles Days, I have my top five aunts and uncles of all oh, time. Oh, here we Who's go. Ready, boys? I think I know the punchline to this, but I'm excited for you to deliver it. Go ahead. I want to know what you think, but I'm not going to tell. I, I, what, mm, no, I, wanted mm, to, I don't want to spoil the mm, bit. Go ahead. I'm excited right. for it. Now I'm going to be disappointed if it isn't. <laughs> Number five, Uncle Phil. Not bad. That needs like to be that. number one, bro. Hey, your list, my, your list is your list. My list is mine. Number four. Aunt Becky. Who's Aunt Becky? Am I missing Full something? Full House. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're right. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Jesse's yeah, wife. You're, oh, well, yeah, right. nothing like bribing Ooh. to get your kid into colleges. Anna, am I right, my dudes? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she still in jail? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's out now. I'm pretty sure. Number three. Uncle Ben. Mm. Now, I want to say something about Uncle Ben. I want to say what's first because Uncle Which Ben... Which Uncle Ben are you referring right. to? Right. <laughs> Uncle Ben... By himself, you know, if it's Spider-Man or Rice, I don't think he makes the list. <laughs> and I, I don't think either one individually makes the list, but them but combined. Yes, there you like, go. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. I was about to say, I'm I, Asian, I, dude. I'm a purist with my rice, but, you know, getting shot to really, like, hammer in the themes of a story, I'm all right with that one. <laughs> Number two, Uncle Scrooge. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Little quack quack. Yep, deep diving into a big jacuzzi full of gold coins. Am I right? And the that's number the, one the uncle and or aunt of all time is Uncle Joey. Not bad. Yeah, Uncle uh, Joey. I'm Anybody? Not... I, I see. Okay, my I told this to Brandy. I said Uncle Joey is my number one aunt or uncle of all time, and she was like, "How is an Uncle Jesse?" It's like because, like. I can't actually support that because the only reason he don't like him was because he was hot. And it's like, okay, you, you don't even love your nieces. You just like slicking back your hair and riding motorcycles. It's like but Uncle Joey, he was the real uncle. So does that mean sure. more though? Because he was so hot. He And there's, I remember there were episodes where he's like, I, you know what I can be doing if I wasn't a basic, a dad right now. So <laughs> he was true. sacrificing his potential to raise some kids who aren't even his. That's Uncle Joey was like a, 
an elite he, what, what else did Uncle Joey have going on? He did he the... He also like, just described him as a total douche. He's like, you know how many girls you can be laying right now? Come exactly, on, guys. Exactly. <laughs> uncle Joey, top uncle. I could be flying okay. through Punani. I was expecting your, <laughs> I was expecting your bit five. to like, and my number one aunt and our uncle of all time... Flick from A Bug's Life. <laughs> uh, see, I thought about that. I thought about that. And actually, honorable mention to Aunt Jemima, not necessarily because I like the syrup, but just because it's a natural. But like, you know, but now Aunt Jemima's not even like a thing anymore. So it's like, but I, I like maple syrup. So I can't, I can't really like. It's like number twelve, they probably realistically. So Lee, what do you got to say? All right, I'm so confident in this that I want to see a poll for it. This uncle will be all your other uncles, dude. Uncle Iroh. Boom. That'll do it. And Darren hey. goes, I don't know who that is. All yeah. of us who are in the hey. know, we know. <laughs> hey, make, next time uh, you, you make a list and I'll make mine. All right. Is Uncle Iroh the greatest <laughs> uncle of all time, followed second place by Uncle Phil? Because, bro, I'm still watching yeah. Fresh Prince. Like, I'm at the, have, at the very, very end, I think, of season five. And, dude, Uncle Phil goes hard, bro. Bust He's out, Lucille. Dude. He's a good dude. <laughs> Rip. All right. Uh, Matt, how was your week, dude? I was alright. Um, haven't really done much, like always. Uh, actually, I did <laughs> nice. start playing Minecraft Dungeons on the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, pretty okay. fun. Not gonna lie, I think it's yeah. pretty fun too. But, um, I agree. You're playing yeah, it. That's here? all I've, I've. I have played it. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's about this. I can't see you as a as a Minecraft guy. So it's different. Dungeons is like a Diablo type clone. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, that's yeah, how you it's describe a, it. It's yeah. Just an, uh, yeah, it definitely. You know, what do we call it? Dungeon crawler, right? Yeah. Hmm. Is that it? But yeah. I mean, I haven't really been doing much. That's it. Really. Been busy. All right, Lee. How was your week, man? Uh, it was good. Um, uh, the weekend was pretty baller. Got to hang out with Heath. No kids. No wives. No responsibilities. Bro. So Yeah, it was pretty Lucky. pretty magical. Uh, only thing I had to worry about basically was kicking Heath's butt and some magic, and then you basically did. what to watch next on a uh, TV between He Man, Birdman, and that new American movie on Netflix. So it was a good, good nice. weekend. Oh, so you, uh, I guess you watched Birdman too with Heath, or what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we oh, both cool. watched it. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Was that your first time seeing it? Bit. Yes. Cool. Yeah, we'll talk about it after a week. Uh, there was Heath and Darren's homework. Two episodes ago to watch Birdman, uh, Heath or Lee talked. I'm sorry, Darren talked about it last episode, and Heath will, and I guess Lee will talk about it a little bit after our weeks in this episode. So, was that what else you got going on? Is that it? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the other thing is I'm a very <laughs> proud parent. Um, my daughter finally grew into the foam sword I got her for her birthday. It was too big, but now she's finally strong enough, and uh, we sword fight. So. <laughs> Yeah, good time. That's good deal. <laughs> cool. Congrats. <week> bro. <laughs> That's a big moment in every parent's life. I was life. very proud. <laughs> uh, Heath, how was your week, man? Uh, so obviously my week is with Lee as well. Uh, but before that, the week previously, I was in Oklahoma City uh, training for work. And I had a magical week because really? training sucked. But <laughs> I had no kids and I brought my wife with me. So just wow. me and Tori... No kids, no nothing for a full five days. Baby. Yes. Uh, going out to eat every single day, getting drunk every single day. We went to dueling pianos. We went to this blues uh, bar. Uh, we boned every single day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's my sister. That's my sister. <laughs> it was it was pretty magical. It was like really, really good. So it was really refreshing. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. 
And speaking of sex, Darren, how was your week? <laughs> oh. yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Not that long ago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, really, honestly, my week. Uh, let's see. Uh, for the most part, I just watched. Uh, I watched the newest episode of Dave. I'm really disappointed that no one else is following that series. Dude, because- I'm trying. Like, like I said, but that's the problem. The time we're living in right now, we're getting flooded, and I think everyone yeah. feels flooded with content. So much content out there. If you pick one thing, you're not watching four or five other things. I uh, want to catch up on it. Dave is really good. I like Doja Cat was like an actual like genuine co-star in the most recent episode, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was it was good. It basically, like just quick like synopsis was Doja Cat was like they matched on like Tinder essentially, and so like they were like talking back and forth via text, and like Doja Cat's doing like her music videos, they're talking back and forth, and Lil Dicky's doing he's like weird like you know you know too serious white guy bit when she just like ratchet you know black girl whatever bit and so it was it was really funny actually um and then yeah i don't uh the no, the most recent one other than that was i can't remember what that one was about but oh it was uh remember when dicky did a cypher for the freshman cypher like they basically yeah. recreated that uh, with like lil yachty and i can't remember who else oh, did really? the cypher. yeah like it was like a, a real was life everyone thing. else still trash <laughs> uh yeah, they Anderson recreated Pack, that. was on that year too in real life, yes. and he wasn't bad. He was pretty. He was good. Right, he wasn't on the episode though. It was mm. Lil Yachty and God dang, I can't remember who it was. Either way, but um, no, and he like that's part of the thing actually is he like totally fell apart basically. Uh, so it was the whole the whole ep- the whole se- series so far has been totally like just every single different way that Lil Dicky could screw something up in his life that's going well, he does it. Like friends, like success, music really whatever it is like he's just every single thing it's just falling apart for him and mm. i don't really know how it's going to be resolved because it's like three episodes left or whatever so mm. anyways but otherwise i mean watching the olympics that's about it so how about you aj uh so i watched uh no one i guess no one else here did i watched space jam this week dang well I'll, I'll give a very quick and spoiler free talk about that after this uh that's why i didn't watch uh, well, i guess something else we got to talk about too because we uh you guys weren't here last week is the loki finale i didn't watch loki because amber and i had we had like one hour basically to to watch something and i'm like well let's watch space jam it's i've been hearing things about it one way or the other and i chose poorly i should have watched the loki finale <laughs> uh, yeah it was bad but oh no yeah, and again, I'll talk about it in a sec. But uh, okay, I did watch okay, that. Okay. I randomly, because I haven't seen this movie in a very, very long time, I was, uh, I guess, in just a really masochistic mood. I watched <laughs> uh, Clockwork Orange. If you guys oh, have dang. not seen that, that's, yeah, that's that sad, movie is Never rough, heard of her. dude. You did not it's even a, it's a masterpiece. One. It's a masterpiece of a movie. It's yeah. it's uh, Stanley Kubrick. So he is a. It was a masterful skill uh, filmmaker. Seventy one. What the heck? Yes, uh, it was. Old but movie. dude, that movie. Uh, if you ever just, want to see a rape scene, that's a good movie to watch. If you want to watch Jeez. a couple rape scenes, <laughs> yeah, it's bro. That movie is incre- it's incredibly made, and I'm watching it, and I'm just feeling sick to my stomach the whole time. For sure. I'm like, man, this is the most conflicted I've ever been like with art, and well, second most conflicted. But like, it's it's pretty bad, but it's an amazing movie. If you ever want to just get out of your comfort zone and kind of challenge yourself, a clockwork orange has, I think permanently I've been on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Really, really, really good. For but, sure. It's kind of like midsummer where it makes you feel gross inside, but you're like, that was a good movie, but why? I just felt disgusting watching it afterwards too. Mm-hmm. I also watched dude, uh black widow too. I guess we can yeah, talk about yeah, that nice. later on as well. Yeah, I'll talk about that after um, this, but, uh, 
man, yes, we got a full episodes ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to call it right now, actually. I think, have we all seen Black Widow? Yes. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess we're going to have to do a Geek's Rants about it after this. We'll do a short 30-minute episode or whatever, talk about Black Widow in detail. I'd like to. I think it'd be really good. Yeah. Sounds uh, uh, I'm going to say that's I'm going to say that's my week. A few little things that are, are not that relevant. I started like three movies and I got interrupted. But the, oh, I also I'm like on episode four or five of that Godzilla anime. Mm, uh, Godzilla okay. singular point. Is it still holding it, up? It's good. It's not uh, low. Your expectations need to be altered a little bit. It's so far. Godzilla literally hasn't popped up in the fourth episode. Interesting. But it's because it's like the thing we always complain about or what you guys have complained about. What Darren, I guess, has complained about. It's about people. <laughs> There are like Ooh. there you get your anime cast of, you know, like there's the 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 lead girl who is kind of us in the situation. There's like the expert science guy. There's the old crotchety man who's like the comic relief. Uh, there's like the mysterious rich man who like knows more than he's letting on. It's interesting. It's really interesting. And it's mm. kind of misleading to call it Godzilla, but that is the hook to get people in. But I enjoy it a lot. I, again, I'm only in like four episodes in, but it's 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 very good so far. But I'll say that's my week just so we can get into the other crap that we desperately need to talk about. Uh, I'll talk about Space Jam real quick. That way it'll lead straight to you guys talking about, uh, I guess, Loki. I'll, I'll bow out. Guys, just signal whenever it's time for me to put my headphones back on. Sounds good. Space Jam was not good. As a kid's movie, like strictly for the children, like our age, when we were watched the first Space Jam, I think they'll be entertained enough. But it's a very, very confusing movie because... It's what I've been calling it, which I don't know if anyone else is. If not, I'm coining it. It's basically ready player brawn is what I'm calling it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is where it loses. It loses everything about the, like the, the space jamminess in any context where like everything down to like even the basketball game feels wrong in the sense of like, Hmm. but why, why is this relevant besides the fact you didn't did it in the first movie? Uh, The only enjoyment I, got out of it was the ready player one bits of the ah like so, like when something mm. happens or is referenced but it's like it's made for little kids little kids but why are they doing a matrix reference why are they doing a training day reference <laughs> <laughs> like who like what okay if it's for that audience it's like well then what are we what are you doing it's like well it's for the adults okay well the adults say this movie sucks because it's terrible isn't it as an adult movie that's disappointing because it's, it's also like surprising because like LeBron like trying to build his brand and like you know secure his legacy or whatever. It's like you figure he would like get the best possible writers for this situation, which is like you know make like a like find one of the Disney writers like that and like let them don't get the director of Scary Movie Five. Okay, well there you go. I mean I didn't (laughs) even know that. Is that really who it was? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like you know like all the Pixar movies that are out there. We always talk about how like they are kids movies, but they are adult movies too. Like they're like Absolutely. they have a lot of like serious whatever. It's like I'm not saying that it has to be like have serious tones, but just like make it to where it's enjoyable for both audiences. And it sounds like what you're saying it's like enjoyable for neither. So it's like what are they? Yeah, like, I don't understand. I genuinely up? don't understand who that's who this is for. Because if it's for hmm. kids, the ref- the kids aren't going to understand the references. And what actually what. Well, this this ends up tying into each other. So everyone knows based on the trailer, there's the big basketball. Ma- uh, I was about to say match game where all of the Warner Brother properties people are like in the audience, and right there in the front row are the characters I talk about from A Clockwork Orange. It's the gang called the Droogs. You have in the front row a group of rapists right there in the front <laughs> row cheering for LeBron. Really? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why? 
Like, what are you doing? And the thing is, it'd be one thing if they were in the back and you kind of got like, like, is that you pause and zoom in? Because then you can know, but they're in the front row. They're courtside. They're Jay-Z seats. (laughs) That is so weird. Yeah. So it's, I think it's worth watching in the sense that way you can be in on the joke and crap on it because it's going to be referenced for years now after this, like everything wrong with this movie, but it was painful. It was a painful movie to get through. And, uh, I tried my absolute best to not let nostalgia like be a big part of why the original space jam is better, but it's better. Yeah. It has all the little kid elements that are perfectly fine. They have the adult air quote stuff where it's not even that adult where you have Bill Murray. Who's like, kids aren't going to give a crap about Bill Murray, but guess what? He's amazing. This movie Hmm. is, it's weird. Like the the bad guy is Don Cheadle, as you know, Mm -hmm. and he's, I didn't know he's a bad guy. It's the trailer. Spoiler. His name is Al G Rhythm. Algorithm. Get it? Because it's a eh, the, but yeah, not it's not good. It's not a good movie. But I ch- my wife and I chose to watch that over uh the Loki finale, and hey, we made a mistake. People make right. mistakes. It happens. Let's talk Loki. AJ, get out of right. here. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. So I'll be honest, uh it's been a while for me so i yeah. might have uh, i might be like a little bit you know the details spotty. might be kind of spotty for me yeah so yeah, we'll yeah, see how you. it goes but so the finale was obviously you know a majority of it was just essentially like i felt like it was a majority dialogue between mm-hmm. um you know kang and loki and sylvie so I, I thought that was interesting i thought that was pretty cool um i think that their dialogue was really good uh <laughs> i i i I think that Kang, like whoever, whatever his name was, Jonathan, I think Jonathan something, Amos, or I can't he remember. He remains. No, I'm saying he, the actor. The actor was oh, really good. Uh, I, I thought he was really I'll charismatic. Um, I was really impressed with his acting, but yeah. Jonathan Overall, Amos. like, I, I think that, you know, when we talked about it like, a couple episodes ago, um, about like, you know, AJ was like, well, they could just screw it up. My opinion, that was a great finale. I thought it was one of the best finales the Marvel Universe has had so far, like at least of these three series. I think because WandaVision wasn't very good. The Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't very good. So it's not like it's had a lot of competition necessarily. Um, but I thought it was good. So I'm curious, Heath, what do you think of this, like the, the last episode? Definitely agree. I think I nailed it with this ending. Uh, it's kind of funny because at the very, very beginning, I was like, this is, I thought it was about King. King was to be the, the whole villain. And then it just like kind of really threw you off that that trail. And it brought it right back at the very end. Yeah, right. And I was like, "Hell yeah, it is King." <laughs> and they don't even, like, they don't even like, like really say it is King until like you kind of have to infer it because he says they've called me many names: the Conqueror, this. yeah, mm-hmm. ruler, and Conqueror. Uh, <laughs> he kind of starts building it up to the fact that okay, yeah, this is definitely King. And well, and which Car- technically they never actually even address him being King. They definitely don't. Like, yeah. but yeah. like if you're not a person that's like you know reading like the subreddit or reading like stuff on the internet then you don't even know he's king you just know he's no, like he some wouldn't. mysterious timekeeper guy so like technically it's not a very like no one even knows who it is anyways but yes like for anyone, anyone who's in the know like it's king obviously or some version of him but uh but his that whole conversation was really really cool uh i love the part where sylvie stabs him and he's like smiling it's like really <laughs> creepy and eerie but in the best way yeah um uh but and I'm not really sure how the general audience is going to take this episode, though, in my opinion, because I feel like it was really weird. Like, I, I don't know, like, maybe I'm just really, really being demeaning to the general population, but I feel like it was almost too weird for most people. Maybe I'm completely wrong about that. I don't think so. I think that there's enough weird shows out there, enough people that are watching stuff all the time. I don't think it was too far off. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but. What would you call weird? Everything about it, because like, so whenever you think of the Marvel, you think of 
boom, boom, ow, you know, all these flying around fighting stuff. Oh, pretty so straightforward. It, you're saying it's too big brain, basically. Big brain and just like yeah. really off the cuff, I think, in, in, in general. Because like, most times, in at least until Endgame, they weren't tackling time travel and anything too outside of the, the really, really weird stuff other than like Doctor Strange a few times. Uh, but this one, every, even then, though, it was really easy to comprehend what was going on. I feel like this one, it's like it really just went off the beaten path. And you really got to like, think about it for a sec. But again, maybe I'm just being really kind of demeaning to the general population. So, Lee, what do you think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it being off the beaten path. Because like with yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier, I thought it was very like, I don't know... Um, straightforward yeah straightforward you kind of could call it all that kind of stuff one division the like there was definitely more action um but one division's ending um I, I liked it i didn't know that he was king i really really didn't know anything about king but he was mentioning mm-hmm. like conqueror and i'm like i know i've heard of duh so i had to yeah. look it up and i was like oh okay that's cool but you know it wasn't that important i actually really enjoyed the uh, subtlety of the apple being like you know a nod to like knowledge and sure, yeah. good and evil that kind of stuff and that's basically what he was uh setting himself up as right like yeah he absolutely. knew what was gonna happen and he was yeah. orchestrating the right thing to happen so i thought the apple was a nice subtlety um <clears throat> i like how sylvie actually betrays him essentially uh betrays loki kind of you know she's asking him can i trust you can i trust you because i think she asked him that multiple times yeah and i actually have something to mm-hmm. say about that real mm-hmm. quick yeah. is uh like a lot of people have like compared Sylvie doing what she did to like, you know, uh, whatever Star Lord like messing up the Thanos thing and you know causing mm-hmm. like the entire Earth to be or half of the Earth to be you know vanished or whatever. I don't feel that way. I feel like Sylvie like literally since she was a kid, her entire timeline was taken away from her, and because of this organization, she's gone through like an entire lifetime of trying to chase this organization down, and then like so now let's say like weeks after she meets this new Loki that she doesn't even know she's supposed to like change her course because of that like I don't feel like it's the same thing I feel like there was actually logic there and even if there wasn't logic it was a lot of emotion a lot more emotion than Star-Lord just punching Thanos in the face so Heath what do you think I was just thinking it kind of similar to the whole Ellie situation where it was her making a decision on the behalf of a small scale instead of the great scale Sure. That's kind of how I took it is where she was kind of thinking small and letting emotions get the best of her Ellie from Last of Us right yeah, exactly. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, instead of thinking kind of the bigger picture, it's kind of how I yeah. take it. Yeah, and and I understand that. Like, I think obviously, like what she did is going to massively change. <laughs> like, and I, it's going to massively change, and that leads to a different discussion of like, there's one thing I wanted to say, but like, I, I just I don't understand how with this series in mind, like how Marvel is going to like catch up the rest of the fans that aren't watching these TV shows. Like yeah, that's Dude. like I think that's more of like yeah. you may, where I agree with you a little bit, Heath, of like the casual fan yeah. or whatever is gonna be confused. Like, there's gonna have to be some sort of like exposition <laughs> at the beginning of the next few movies to like explain <laughs> yeah. to you, like, like a, hey, like a, it would be scroll. a movie, <laughs> yeah, a recap. Like, hey, by the way, <laughs> now there's a million universes, so <laughs> really you should go watch Loki. But just in case you didn't, we there's there's actually a hundred different Spider-Man. Okay, okay, bye. Next, <laughs> you should on. just say watch Loki and then two middle fingers. Even like with WandaVision and stuff too, like with Scarlet Witch, her changes as well. Like there is so much that is happening in these series. And I talk to people that like that like these movies. It's like, oh, did you watch Loki? Like, oh, no, we didn't really watch it. It's like, how? You have to watch it. But Matt, what do you think? <laughs> well, so I agree with you and Heath and what y'all are saying about that. I think 
personally, like in the movies, they aren't going to reference anything. I think time time will flow forward in the movies, but then like in like the series and stuff, things will um go more in depth. And yes, the movies will have to address it at some point. Like there's no way they can't, but like I don't know. I just think that they are going to either not reference it a ton until a big event movie like an Avengers movie or whatever or Civil War or whatever or they'll be like referencing the series Loki like there'll be something like oh the, the, there's some kind of organization doing this like the TVA or whatever and then people will be like hmm what's this I don't know what this is I guess I should go watch Loki or whatever like I feel I don't know I just feel like they will somehow fix it because I don't I just don't see them. I mean, it's like, it's like y'all said. I don't see them. I mean, they're, they're not going being able to have to, to somehow it. catch up the rest of the fans. I'm just curious how they're going to do it. It's going to be interesting, whether it's like series or whatever. Um, but uh, I'll go ahead, Heath. Go ahead. What we're going to say, and I, I'll I, I kind of see what Matt's saying. He's saying that the movies are going to be the lines, and the movie shows are going to be the in between the lines. Is that what you're saying? Mm, yes, okay. pretty much. Yeah, like they, okay. like they'll, they will eventually have to address it like there's no way because it's it's too big of a thing but i think time will still flow forward and i was i was also telling darren this because like obviously we work together and we talk every day and so we definitely talked about it after the finale happened yeah but i was telling darren i was like i don't think um crap i just had a brain fart okay well i'll just say this uh so a Dang, question dude. that i have about like the timeline is okay so one of the p- oh, pieces oh, of dialogue. I remember. I remember. Hold on. Well, let me Sorry. finish my thought and I'll get back okay. to you. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> I'm going to forget so, again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already moved past it. You've already missed your chance. <laughs> We're not going to go back and forth in the podcast. This is, you know, we got to figure it out. All right. So now, a, a piece of dialogue in the show is that they met Kang beyond the void at the end of time. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So like theoretically, that should be the last ending of all the marvel universe is that correct like him her killing kang is theoretically the last thing that happens in the marvel universe correct but they uh, passed the threshold so what what am i missing there someone explain to I me think, how well, I'm... i don't know what we're like it, it's again like it's his big brain like there, there's so much to this like we i don't think we will know these answers to these questions until more content comes out because um they uh like it's just too many questions. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Lee, were you gonna say? Yeah, like uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, he even admitted to basically fibbing. So let's say the end of time on a scale of zero to ten is ten, right? I think he was actually at nine is where they were on the timeline because he admitted that he knew everything up until a certain point, and he didn't know what happened beyond that. But he knew the world didn't end at that point. He knew so, Sylvia okay. and Loki would get there, yada yada, but not a, be- uh, a better way of saying this. Are we all in agreement that that happened after every event in the Marvel universe we have seen to this point? Yes, I dis I disagree because we don't know we don't know where where this takes place. We don't know if this is in between literally all the movies. We don't know if this is right yeah. after Avengers. Like we don't. That's what I was gonna say earlier too. Like when Loki got back to the TVA and everything changed immediately. I like I wonder if that happened in the MCU. That's what I'm trying like to say. Is that to me? 
it this this is the whole issue of time travel and series and movies in general is because to me it seems logical that this this happens or like that moment happened after everything we've already seen so theoretically then everything we've already seen should be affected correct yes that's where yes. I, that's where i'm having an soft, issue that's, this is where yeah, i don't like time travel and stuff because yeah, it creates all kinds of messes because like him, like matt mentioned like okay so now loki goes back to his you know different timeline is it forward in time is it backward in time also like now that timeline that he's deviated from like what effect how does that affect other timelines that we're not seeing <laughs> like it's just so messy this is why i don't like time but travel see, i don't like multi-universes it just makes it way too messy and way too confusing for the viewer the but i i agree but again, I think if more content were to come out and explain where and when this happened, mm. these questions would be answered. But and I, it but wouldn't the, okay, be as confusing. I agree with you. I think that more content is, can come from it, but I don't think that it necessarily is a good thing. I don't think it's necessarily like that's the right way to tell a story. Well, it's like, okay, because now we have 100 million different universes, now it's good. Like, no, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. I well, think it's just thing. like a way to tell a story. I don't think it's the best way the story's not done. So like, we don't know how the story unfolds. That's why we're talking about it and discussing it. Like we want to know what happens. We're trying to figure it out before the story is told to us. What are you going to say, Lee? So I think I got a, I think I'm interpreting something different than y'all. And so I want to see y'all's opinion on it. So when Loki goes back to the TVA, I didn't interpret that as him going to like a different point in the timeline of the TVA. I actually interpreted that he went to like a different universe's TVA. Yeah, because the statue is different. Like yeah, yeah like yeah. different. Like this Mobius, like had never met, will never meet, and that like that like king, that universe's king was ruling over the TVA. Because right. that statue wasn't king. Yes. That statue was one of the timekeepers. I thought that was, that was king. king. No, that, that's why they like at the end it was king, but before right, that. Yeah. You see that statue right. and it's just a timekeeper. Yes. Exactly, yeah. So yes. like I'm interpreting that like he not he didn't just like go back to the timeline that like he's been messing in this whole time. He yeah, went yeah. to one of those universes on a different No, layer. I think you're right. Oh, okay. I think I, I think I, I that's I totally like I totally understand that, but what I'm curious about is like, okay, so this Loki that we're seeing, mm-hmm. he was in twenty twelve, skipped yeah. forward and now has gone to a different universe. So how does that affect everything we've already seen in the Marvel universe? I, so Gotcha. Uh I guess what I was thinking, how I perceived it at least, is so like the entire Marvel universe ends at that point they went to, the end of, end of time point. Right. So or at it's least like one straight even line. Even if it's not the ending necessarily, at least everything we've seen has come before that. I think it's fair to say that. I think it's fair to say that's the end point of all, every single point converges to that ending. Correct. Of Loki doing, or Loki I, I think so there. too, yeah. But whenever Sylvie stabs the timekeeper, the no revolve, whatever it is, he that's remains. what branched, he remains, branched everything off. Now at this point, now we don't know where it leads, what leads to where, when, where, any of that, because as you saw, the spider web just immediately spread. Right. And then now we don't know. And Sylvie could be more or less in charge of a lot more now, I guess, because she takes his place now more or less, right? Yeah. You guys right. take it as well. So. Well, are you, yeah, oh, you think she's going to take his place as the timekeeper? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. No. no. You don't think so? You think it's just no? Because you know, I mean, because she he he even said like you kill me and then I'll just be back here anyways. Like he, he basically. So I, I think that he he knew for sure like that like regardless be, like because there is millions of him out there, millions of variants of him. Now he'll just replace himself in a different universe, sure, but sure. still be controlling the timeline. So mm-hmm. like sense. it's like I I don't think that Sylvie did. I don't even know like that's. That's one thing that's going to be interesting about the second season of the show, because they've already confirmed a second season, is like, so now are they just going to be like, is the rest of the, the next phase of Marvel going to be them trying to tackle all of the different variants of King? Yes. Is he like the new like mega villain over yes. everything, like how Thanos was towards the end? Like, I mean, so, I think yeah. it's pretty obvious, but like, again, this is another question I have, and we should probably wrap this up so we can get Age back in here, yeah. is yeah. I, 
a question that I have is like, again, how are they going to bring in this villain that has just appeared at the end of a series <coughs> without any context to the rest of the viewers? But we'll see what happens. I'm not yes, saying we'll that they can't do it, um, but it's going to be interesting to see. Either way, a great series. I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely excited okay. for the next season. So, um, But yeah, let's get AJ back in here if he can look at the screen, the screen. Oh, there he is. Wake up. Come on. Come on. Yes. Yes. Pick up your headphones and welcome back. Man, I gotta welcome watch back to this the episode. Show. Y'all, right, y'all just had a lively, <laughs> lively chat. I need to get on this episode. A, yeah, that's yeah. good. It's a very important episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, so that was uh, the Loki talk. Uh, we mentioned that we're going to be doing a, a post episode talk on uh, Black Widow because obviously, Darren, you said you got to see in theaters, which congrats about that. Thank you. Uh, let's start diving into some news. We have a lot. Well, actually, before we get to that, technically, Darren, uh, I saw you, you good thing you put in the docket because it reminded us we had an idea last episode. You had an idea last episode mm-hmm. that I'm greatly in support of. Would you like to catch everyone up who hasn't heard what your idea yeah, was last episode? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so previously with the John and Greeks, one thing we've done is had GGs and BGs. GGs being like, that's a good thing. We like that thing. You know, it could be Nicolas Cage or it could be like a guy that like, you know, puts the shopping cart like in like the corral after he's done with it those are good mm-hmm. things that we like bg's being like the guy who like pushes over a little girl at the playground i don't i'm just spitballing here <laughs> but, you, but you know you my point so i have a proposition rather than having ggs and bg's we have the mount g more okay and so that meaning that we have four things that exist on mount g more and then anytime we have anything that wants to be replaced, we have to vote on it unanimously to replace that thing. So, like, for example, Mount Gmore, you know, first nomination, you might be, like, you know, Uncle Joey or something. I don't know. I mean, just just throwing it out there. Like, it could be anything. Or it could be, like, freaking macaroni and cheese. It could be literally anything that we think should go on Mount Gmore, right? So that's the idea. And maybe we can spitball it for now. We can throw out some nominations if we want to. Or we can just wait till next episode. We can get some suggestions from viewers, whatever. That's the idea. What do you guys think? I like it. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, I think it's great. It's really good. Greatly in support of it. <laughs> All right. So if you're listening to this and you have an idea for us to, like, for the first nomination for, or the first, I guess, person on the pedestal or thing on the pedestal, like, send us an email, johnagreescast at gmail.com, you know, Twitter, at johnagreescast, whatever. You know, let us know what you think. And then maybe next episode we'll come with ourselves with some nominations and, you know, have a fight about it. So, Heath, what do you got? <laughs> Nothing. No, that sounds great. Oh, I, like that I thought you raised your hand. Sorry. No, no, I thought no. You raised no, your hand. Not at all. Um, Anyways, really yeah, so I think it's going to be a good idea. We'll see how that goes. But otherwise, what's uh, what we got next? Black Widow talk? Olympics talk? What we got? I'll make it real brief on one thing, though. AJ Darren, Birdman was good. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. It was great. That's all I got to say about that. Dude, I well, figured you were... Loved it. I figured the one of the things that... Because it's, it's not understated, but it's definitely like of the pile of things to talk about and praise. The music in it is just outstanding, dude. It's dope. The jazz, like the especially like in the beginning, the kind of like free form jazz, it's mm-hmm. really really good. Big fan. Uh, Lee, what were your thoughts, real quick, on Birdman? Since I thought it was really good. I thought um, the actors acting, being actors or whatever, you know, at Inception. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I thought the acting was really really solid. Like when he was feeling emotional, I was feeling emotional. I had questions throughout the movie when they're playing with like, does he have powers? Does he not have powers? <laughs> thought the ending was Dude, really well done with I, that. So. Darren, like last episode, Darren was like, so did he have powers or not? <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> I'm like, it's did a he? visual metaphor, buddy. It, it was super meta movie for sure. Uh, very, very oh, meta. Yeah. And so I will great. say for me, so my very favorite scene in my opinion 
was a scene where it goes action scene for a sec. He's like, look at they fucking love this stuff. All the explosions. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they I love that part so much. It was like literally asking a big F you to the, the viewers. I'm just saying yeah, at one point in time he opened a door without touching it, superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> How's he floating in the beginning of the movie? Huh? Right? Exactly. <laughs> there was no chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Birdman's great. Recommend anyone who hasn't seen it, check it out. Or if you have seen it, watch it again. Uh <laughs> All right, let's dive into this because we have a mountain of crap to get through. Uh, I guess real quick, let's talk about we we all have something kind of talk about with the Olympics because that's top topical going on right now and kind of a treat yeah. for Darren because it's the closest thing to sports that Ooh, we're ever going to really talk sport about. Talk boys, huh? <laughs> so Lee, you take it away because you you were very excited about something regarding the Olympics. Yeah, I was super excited because uh, I usually talk about anime and Darren loves anime so much that he doesn't like mm. talking about it anyway. <laughs> so I thought he'd be really ex- excited to, for me to talk about sports, uh, specifically the Japanese men's volleyball team. Yeah, um, buddy. So first of all, they're killing it right now. Um, <laughs> Live action wait haiku. Wait a second. Did he just say, yeah, bloody? Buddy? Yeah, buddy. Definitely, there was an I mean, they're killing there. it, I... so it is bloody. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I heard buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, right but back. they haven't had a had a victory in like 29 years, and they finally had their first one <laughs> against Venezuela. <laughs> that is so Jeez. sad. So if you are a Haikyuu fan, they're the Karasuno. They're the team to watch, absolutely. Because also during the match, and this is where I uh, pull a little switcheroo, bait and switch on you, Darren. It is anime talk because they're playing the Haikyuu <laughs> theme song me. during the match. They did. Really? Bro, yeah. 100%. Dude, so if you're a Haikyuu fan and you're watching the game, you would Wait, be losing their mind. So, so even like the Japanese volleyball players, <laughs> like the freaking Japanese anime about volleyball. Yes, dude. Oh they my the, god, they, get over yourself. They won and they play the theme song for Haiku. That's what you do. Uh, dude, dude, y'all have a raging hard on for that. Then nobody, there's no saving that's you. That's like freaking Tony Hawk playing the Rocket Power theme song after he's done with like, hitting his 900. <laughs> oh, dude, what do you got, Matt? Darren's gonna be watching that clip of them winning, and he's like, "Man, this this music's hype! Like, what is this so hard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're probably right. Okay, well, so uh, Olympic uh, thing, go real quick. I got I got something real quick about the Olympics. So, mine's uh, in relation to this exact thing, but go on. Okay, no, that's that's cool. Go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of anime and the Olympics, did you guys hear about the Boo. Dutch windsurfer? Uh, uh-uh. his mm. name is I don't want to accidentally botch it. Kieran Badlow. I'm going to show you a picture via my webcam of what this guy did with his hair. Uh, can you <laughs> see it? It's kind of out of focus. <laughs> blue Mohawk. He shaved his head into the av- the Avatar arrow, the blue oh, arrow. Oh oh. He's a windsurfer, and he tweeted, <laughs> and this is his exact tweet, because I don't want to misquote, because this is kind of, uh, kind of a bit good. This haircut is a tribute to the one and only true mas- windmaster, the Avatar. <laughs> the last airbender known to be alive. I hope the spirit of this great warrior will give me the power to sail this week and use the wind in my favor. One day I dream of becoming a master of the wind myself, a true airbender. <laughs> so you know who you know who likes anime, Darren? Everyone. National heroes. <laughs> nah, I don't like it. The pin the cream of the crop, the greatest athletes on this planet love anime. <laughs> Along with what Lee was saying too is like it's not just that too. They played so many awesome theme songs. Mm-hmm. They're diving into it being at Tokyo so hard. For the uh, opening ceremony, they played music from Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, <laughs> Sonic, Near. For the three v three event basketball, they played the th- slam dunk theme song. 
<laughs> Let's Did go. Did the Attack on Wait, Titan? Is Slam Dunk a name of an anime? Yes. yes. Oh they, my god. <laughs> they played the Attack on Titan theme song for the yeah. archery. Which one? That one. That and one. also, oh. a gymnastics one. person did a, a floor routine to a Demon Slayer song. So Bro, that's high. Awesome. Dude, it, this freaking Olympics is like so hype. Yeah, I'm, I'm boycotting now. Incredible. I'm out of this. I'm out. I'm all the way out. Bro, but, what a time to be alive. I am all the way in on this story, which I'd learned about. It actually happened in 2016, but it is still Olympic related, and I learned about it this year. Okay, so the headline for this story says an Olympic. No, actually, I'm not even going to read that. I'm not even going to read the headline. I'm just going to read the story because I think it'll like add a little bit of suspense, right? Olympians hate anime and disrespect <laughs> the entire Japanese culture. It says. Violent mid-race gastrointestinal issues may have cost a French race walker <laughs> Olympic gold, but they didn't keep the heroic athlete from waddling across the finish line. Wait, <laughs> On dude, Friday, what is it with you and diarrhea stories? Ah, nice and that little poop story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> On Play Friday, the <laughs> 38-year-old world record holder Johan Denise maintained a healthy lead in the men's 50-kilometer walk final in Rio de Janeiro when his bowels suddenly turned on him, Business Insider reports. <laughs> Race footage showed Denise struggling to continue as blood appeared to run down oh, the backs of his legs. Blood? Blood? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> While the cause of runner's diarrhea isn't fully understood, it is a fairly common occurrence among long-distance runners. At one point, Denise stuffed a sponge in his shorts in an attempt to suck up the blood and yo. feces. So this guy's savage. Fuck running, yo. Now then, with that said, dude like collapsed, had blood coming out of his butthole and poop. And I'm curious, like, what when what place do you think that he finished? Because he was on track for gold. <laughs> what place do you gold. think he finished? Eighteen. Uh, Last place. I mean, Bronze. The Fifth. dude finished eighth. Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude. Damn. Out of what like a hundred racers. Like Hold on. He plays eighth. Did the ninth place guy have blood diarrhea or whatever? <laughs> or did no, he just I try and then made it that far? <laughs> I, yeah. assume, I assume I, I would like to hope that every racer after him also had blood diarrhea and that's dude. just like the normal like I just it, love it, race walking is not a sport about endurance about of just like outlasting your blood diarrhea and then <laughs> <laughs> every oh subsequent God. person is like, okay, well, yeah, seventh place was the only person that didn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got <laughs> nothing nothing oh, okay now okay i had a thought though so my my question is is that okay so you're a race walker right you're walking down you're getting runner's diary or whatever <laughs> obviously you're trying to go to the bathroom right so you leave the field of play are you allowed to start running to the bathroom or do you have to keep like, speed walking <laughs> so do you want a tmi yeah let's go as a experienced blood diarrhea man. <laughs> oh, no. A resident you, expert. We're getting, the, resident we're expert. getting the deepest inside scoop we're ever going to get. Go ahead. You don't run. You have to walk because as soon as you run, it just flows. It, it's, 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 it's like Niagara oh God, Falls, dang. man. Oh, my so God. You just got to take your lead. hands, clinch it, and walk as fast as you can. Hey. Glad oh, it was a great goodness. topic, huh? Great Put topic. that on my experience uh, serves somebody. <laughs> you want a little bit of TMI? <laughs> That's a poll well, question. Is race walking oh, just competitive, great. not surviving blood diarrhea? Or Wait, so hold up. Well, are, you, are, you t- are you telling me all those old people at mall walking are just practicing that? They're just Possibly. as athletic as all the other not runners. 
just looking like a bunch of kids like by the pool <laughs> trying not to get in trouble now i'm just imagining the, the mall janitor like god dang it these freaking walkers like to mop it up all this blood <laughs> uh well in the spirit of athleticism and in all that i guess controversy and uh much more like i guess less serious in a in that kind of sense did you guys hear about the norwegian handball team no <laughs> i think so I let did. me tell you let me tell you some bull crap and this is actually serious like it, this is pretty screwed up so the norwegian handball team uh i guess I, this is not part of the olympics but it, i guess it's like the championship over in europe the women's team were fined 150 euro per player so it's about 175 dollars per player because they chose to wear shorts instead of bikini bottoms oh i did hear about this let me tell you this bull crap right here okay the literal rule the norwegian women's beach uh handball team is facing fines for ones to wear shorts instead of bikini bottoms the bottoms are not to cut this is the rule they are not to cover more than 10 centimeters on any side is a freaking rule. There's text that says women's bottoms cannot exceed 10 centimeters on any side. The men's team gets to wear shorts. That is wrong. That is literally a rule designed to sexualize these players. What does, why does their shorts have anything to do with their performance as an athlete? Nothing. It's all for views. Dude, they were straight fined because they were like, how about we not wear basically underwear? Like, let's just choose not to do that. And no, they got fined money. But in response to that, a lot of people are coming to their aid, like in support. Like, so the European handball team or federation is the one who fined them. The Norwegian team is the one who did it. And like, all of like Norwegia. Norwegian. (laughs) (laughs) It's the joke from uh, Cinderella story. Norwegia. Yeah. They uh, are in support of their team. And obviously a lot of people, including the singer Pink, who has offered to pay the fine for them because she's like, that's Dang. some bull crap. I feel like Pink always comes in on these things. I feel Pink like I always clutch, see bro. something about that. I love she's Pink so much. He's so great. Yeah. The 10 man te- or 10 woman team of with 150 euros. So it's about 1500 uh, euro, which I don't know what that, how that uh, translates to dollars. I think a little shy of like two grand, which isn't much, but it's more of like the symbol of this bull crap. Yeah. Because that's, that's a bull, which I heard, and I, I don't know, I don't think they did, but I really want them to, the men's team, to in protest wear bikinis yeah. during their <laughs> performance, which they got my support. They have my support. Oh, yeah, just do it. Be like, okay, 10 centimeters with rulers, like 10 centimeters. Here we go. Let's put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i think that's the last of our sport talk so darren that must have been a nice little treat for you because we uh, in the most vaguest of, ter- of, of ter- <laughs> terms got to talk about sports to a very very thin itch. degree yeah uh, look, look forward to next year as well mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh speaking of well i guess tv in a weird sense i'm trying to my best to bridge these different these, like unrelated topics <laughs> i'm trying to stretch my segue uh muscles here i'll talk about this real real quick so uh we have all to one degree or another except for darren i think watched walking dead read walking dead comics robert kirkman has officially come clean with the origins of the zombie Ooh thing the virus the infection whatever it is uh he's talked about it before in previous interviews about it's not important he said he's like doesn't eh, I, I thought about it but i'm not, I'm not gonna talk about it because it's not important the whole pitch of this entire series is like what if the zombie virus just never stopped and that's the whole pitch of the story 
but he has officially come clean saying that the origin of the zombie virus alien spores nice huh yeah he said in his head aliens have put the spores on earth to soften it for their invasion which he's like but he's like to be clear that doesn't matter He's like, it'll never pop up in the show. The comic is done. Like, it's it's not going to come up. He's like, but in my head, that's the origin of the zombie virus. So if you're I curious. I've heard about this. Yeah, I've heard about this because huh. I think originally he pitched it as an alien. Yes, that alien was the comic, original right? story. He wanted to do a zombie story and like, uh, nah. image and all them, like the president, all them were like, zombies are played out. No one wants to be like, ah, but that's the twist. It's not a zombie story. It's an alien story to which he was very clear about in interviews afterwards. He's like, I was lying through my teeth. <laughs> it ne- I never wanted aliens to be a part of it. But when it became extremely successful, that's when he was like, no, it's zombies. It's, it's always going to be zombies. So that's a fun kind of thing. But speaking of... <laughs> Of uh, of television and stuff, there's some Netflix news. Same segue. That... <laughs> yeah, it is the exact same segue, huh? <laughs> well, in a firmer speaking of television, I think you need to stretch uh, more. Yeah, I'm trying to. There's a uh, we got a few more in house. Uh, hey, you want the real, you want a good segue? Speaking of uh, live action and anime. Ooh, nice stretch. <laughs> yeah, They're making he... a Pokemon Netflix live action show. Mm-hmm, they I are. heard about this today. Written and directed by ago, the fact, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Written and directed oh, by the, the same news come person out today? that did Lucifer right now. A, a co uh, showrunner for Lucifer. So, guess we'll yeah. See. Apparently, that show's good. I haven't watched it. I've been meaning to actually get into it, but apparently, it's it's pretty big. And they are saying it's going to be similar to. And this, there's no real news about it. it came out today. Yeah. Uh, people are saying it's going to be kind of similar to Detective Pikachu in terms mm. of tone style which i thought pikachu was actually not bad yeah i enjoyed it if you saw it it's not bad yeah but i i'm also weary because we obviously know the shenanigans going on with netflix's other live action anime with their Mm. avatar the last airbenders so i'm not entirely they don't have my confidence but they yeah i'm sure it'll be it'll definitely be big when it comes out and as we get more information that first trailer is going to be critical But uh, what else do we got? Uh, kind of, and this is a real quick one-off. So I mentioned before that Netflix is getting into video games last yeah, episode. They sure live streaming uh, or like doing some kind of streaming game thing. And I've, I've, a little more news has come out that it may not be like literal video games as opposed to the, uh, do you guys remember the Black Mirror ben, uh, Bandersnatch thing they did? It was like a yes. choose your adventure telltale kind of thing. People yeah, are saying it's yes. going to be kind of similar to that, where it's a video game, but it's a choose your adventure. So it's similar in the most vague of terms. Hmm. But they said that the Netflix video game thing will not cost or uh, add any cost to your subscription, which yay. Hmm. That's very, they've been creeping very up and sneaking up anyway. Uh, I know you, you mentioned it a tiny bit, Lee, but since we're on the Netflix thing and mm. kind of an anime thing, give more of your thoughts. Uh, Cause I, I'm curious about the He-Man thing. Cause I wanted to check it out. So if you want to talk about something where, you know, the male character only has like 10 centimeters of clothing and everything, He-Man's your guy, right? Of um, course. I won't spoil it. Have you guys seen it? I, not no. yet. I plan on watching it. Okay. Uh, apparently it's actually only six episodes. Um, Heath and I watched like five episodes of it. I watched the six today. Um, I enjoy it. It's not what I thought it was going to be. So I don't want to spoil it or anything like that. Um, the last episode literally had me go like, 
whoa, wow, ah, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Wow, so, that good, huh? Oh, uh, I'll let you decide I can't wait to watch it just for that. My radio, oh, yeah. ah, I better do that. I, oh, yeah, I wow. better do that. <laughs> I better do the Borat. Wee wah, wee wah. Wee wah, wee wah. I've been hearing so interesting you, things because on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. it has like almost 100%, if not Dang. 100%. Dude, that's but crazy. Critic, like, it like is good. Fan-wise, it's been crapped on by a bunch yes, of fans. Yes, and I totally understand why, because it's not spoiling, but it's not what I thought it was going to be kind of thing. So okay. definitely worth watching. Did, it's only six episodes. Did it give you anime vibes? Because yes. when I watched the trailers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it... Okay, that's what I was going to say. Like, I watched the trailers, and I sent that to my... Uh, <laughs> our anime group chat with my friends and they were like this is an anime group chat this is no cartoon group chat and I was like I got some anime vibes <laughs> yeah like the animation style I don't know if it's done by the same studio but the style is really similar to um, uh, not as dark as Castlevania but it kind of has a Castlevania feel but also Blood of Zeus I think is probably what it most accurately mm. kind of looks like I haven't started Castlevania mm. yet. I need to <gasps> do it do it I okay I gotta address to. this Lee, how do you not know what DM means? Bro, I didn't say I don't know what DM means. You guys said that for me. Oh, he, th- he threaded you out. Well, I mean, he's Lee, right. Lee, but Lee, what's DM? <laughs> a DM know- is the district manager. <laughs> That's a pretty All good right. guess. Pretty good. It, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot I believe it. So I was just trying to talk to Lee through chat to try to like, you know, subtly like talk off air, you know, like really secretive mm-hmm. or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then like I message and then like Lee totally doesn't get the hint. <laughs> and then like Heath messages like, hey, Lee doesn't know what DM means. And so we're doing all this like behind the curtain or whatever. And I had to reveal it because I was just losing my mind. Like, how do you know what a DM is? And then no. we figured it out. But I saw it, but I immediately like looked right up above and you had like the poll. And so I thought oh, that's yeah. what you were referencing real quick. And oh, so Twitter poll. John Geeks cast uh, on Twitter, huh? So then yeah. Lee, yeah. no joke, Sai, what's DM? Dude, it means direct messages. Come okay, on. Wow. Slide into them DMs? Come on. <laughs> I, I legit didn't think <laughs> you take them for a fool. You know how many DMs Lee's been sliding into? Come on. Oh, yeah. I got niches. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. So also, I we talked about this a little bit through text, or at least I brought it up. I think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the new Nicolas Cage. Someone change my mind. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm too... I say I'm too knowledgeable. I know too much for that to be the thing. You, you, are you familiar with what Nicolas Cage is doing? Are you familiar with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? He did Jungle Cruise. <laughs> he's jungle doing the, He's movie. doing the same... Yeah, it's the same thing as all the other movies. He's wearing a brown shirt and he's in the jungle. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But he's so it's just the like same any, thing every movie. Nicholas Cage wants... is not doing the same thing in every movie. Okay, so Nicholas Cage is doing some weird <laughs> stuff. But back in the day, he was just just in any movie that was given to him. He didn't care. It's just like I just want to do a movie. I just want to like be yeah, the national. The Rock Frederick is not guy. doing that. The Rock is doing the same yeah, movie every yeah, single time. It's, yeah, it's not. It's it's pretty obvious. I I, I would like to hear from opinion. <laughs> I love you. Like that. it's obvious that <laughs> yeah, I don't have obvious. an argument. It's obvious. It's obvious. So someone else, like you know, come on. <laughs> Isn't there like maybe it was in a show, so maybe I'm blurring like reality or whatever. Um, but isn't there a show about Nicolas Cage being like the Nicolas Cage, where like the movies he does and there's like a class on it and all that stuff? Or am I blending what? community? You're blending community. That's community. They had a, a joke about that in community where it was like a class uh-huh. Nicolas Cage, good or bad. Yeah, so okay, that doesn't exist in real life. Okay, but seriously, but though, I mean, but seriously, like, someone someone come to my aid here. Like, I need some help from somebody in the group. 
Nobody? Nobody? Hi. <laughs> Thanks, Nicholas Cage. Yep. That plane went down pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wa- have you guys watched? No, you haven't watched. Watch Wooly's Wonderland. It's on Hulu. That movie is a roller coaster of emotions alex bonkers it's so bonkers dude he does this is kind of a spoiler alert but it's like encouraging to watch it nicholas cage doesn't say a single word in that entire movie wait he doesn't he's the lead (laughs) he doesn't say a single word how does that work i love that guy laughing and that's it i love a couple laughter yeah a couple laughters grunts (laughs) what (laughs) it's it's kind of great it's to me it's the perfect kind of dumb where it's uh, it's not Kung Fury, but it's that type of bit where they're like, it's it's comedic because they're like, oh, this is the tough guy. Nicholas Cage is the tough guy. Where like he's staring, like he has like sunk like aviators on, and he's staring straight ahead. Someone's like, hi, uh, I'm blah blah blah. Sticks her hand out, and Nicholas Cage just stares at him. He goes, uh, uh, that uh, yeah, uh, somebody wants to t- talk to you, like that kind of thing. <laughs> It's all like Nicolas Cage is the like super tough guy. We're like never like everyone has conversations around him, like not talking. But if you don't know, well, it's legally distinct uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, but with yeah. Nicolas Cage who murders them. It's awesome. But seriously, okay. So the reason I brought this up is because I was sitting there watching the previews for Black Widow, or whatever, and then I see Jungle Cruise and it says Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and I'm like is he just going to be in a movie every like three months? Like he's doing so many movies that are like, just so random and do not feel like they should be movies that he stars in or as part of it just feels so like he's just doing everything. And I'm just like tired of seeing him. It looks no different than Jumanji. Exactly. And there's like 15 more too, too, too many Jumanjis. There's like too many of those too. He knows what he can do and he's not going to straight. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. Just, Kevin Hart's not in the jungle cruise movie. <laughs> like he, probably he knows is. exactly what he wants to do <laughs> and how to do it. It's the rock. To be honest, actually, I think the rock just found his his niche, and he's going to chase that bag until the end of time. He's a, he's, he's like, I know how many years I have left of the rockism. You know, you look at dudes who were physically big back in the day. You look at the Sylvester Stallones, the Schwarzeneggers. They get old, plump. and so the rock is like in his mid to late forties. I think he's in like forty six, maybe. I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but he doesn't have that much long left of being just a gigantic sculpted human being. The so rock like, is forty nine. Forty nine. Dang. Yeah. Wow. So he's like, I'm just gonna cash out. Well, I while I can every movie. We, but okay, but we use the same rationale for like the Paul brothers and what they're doing. It's like they know what they're doing, and it's like that doesn't mean it's a good thing. Like that doesn't mean. Yeah, it's but like, the rock's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the rock. <laughs> and he's not tricking us. <laughs> I think he is. No, because he's just very like, clear. He's very clear. He's, he's literally actor, wearing the same Darren. clothes. They're all actors. Even the Paul Rose are actors. They know what they're doing. They're yes, just, but he's they're transparent trying... about his acting. That's fair. Everyone loves The it. Rock, Darren. You're not going to turn us around on The Rock. I'm not saying... No, I'm not saying... I love Nicolas Cage. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that like Nicolas Cage, for at one point in time, was just like in every movie ever. And so I'm just saying that that's all That's all I'm saying. Just like every time I look at like another trailer, it's like, oh, now he's in this movie too? Like, oh, he's starring in a movie about uh, Tooth Fairy? That's the last movie I saw with The Rock in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, a movie no like jokes aside. <laughs> no jokes aside. Nicholas Cage is in a movie now called Pig, <laughs> and apparently it's fantastic. And I actually really, really want to see it. Called Pig? It's called Pig, and I know very, very little to nothing about it, but it's like Oscar buzz type people talking about it. Wow, okay. Like, that's I really, really want... I have, to be 100% clear, I don't know if they're being ironic, 
<laughs> but I've been hearing like nonstop positive things about this movie. So I got to check it out. Oh, Matt's letting out Bo. Bye, Bo. Bye, Matt. Bye, Bo. Uh, <laughs> they both have to go pee pee. Uh, I guess <laughs> since we are done talking about that, we can talk. Well, I guess not speaking of movies. Uh, you guys hear about the new Paranormal Activity that's coming out? No. no. Nope. Paranormal Activity 7. Nope. Dang, but getting up there. But it's going to be a reboot, according to uh, mm. some whoever first name Blum, Blumhouse, or whatever last name yeah. Blum, Blumhouse. He has, he said, apparently they, because they're the ones, they actually, what's funny, Blumhouse, they do a ton of, of indie horror movies, like real low budget horror movies. They did Get Out. They did uh, Paranormal Activity. They did, what else did they do? I'm so spacing off the top of my head, but they made it big with Paranormal Activity, which the first Paranormal Activity, just my nerdy little thing off the top of my head, cost $15,000 to make. Grossed over $800 million. That's a lot of moolah. That's why there are six of them. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Now you've got every single one of your films the rest of time already budgeted. Yeah, but according to the the guys like who did Paranormal Activity, they're like we weren't we weren't going to do any more. We wanted to let it die. But Paramount, I guess, owns these whatever right distributing right to it. And with Paramount Plus, they said they want a new Paranormal Activity, and the guys in charge, uh, like whatever, like the writing and all that stuff. Uh, director Will Eubank, who uh, the new Paranormal Activity movies. Okay, yeah, him and uh, Christopher Landon, who I guess worked on previous ones as well, said the only way we're going to do it is if we reboot it. So they are rebooting <laughs> Paranormal Activity <laughs> with seven uh, tentatively called. Who knows what it's going to end up being called, but kind of a big deal because it's this gigantic horror staple that kind of changed horror for uh, better or worse, and they are rebooting the franchise, which is a pretty big deal. I've never seen a single one of those. I saw the first one, and I was out after that. First three aren't bad. Yeah, I like the first two, I would say. No, it was scary. I like the third one a lot. The the third one's with the little girls and Toby, the ghost. Yeah. I like that one Are you not really into scary movies either? Uh, I am a little girl, so (laughs) no. So, uh, I guess this can kind of... That's... I. Is that the end of our news? We have a little bit more to talk about. We've got a little bit more to talk about, but... uh, random story so amber and i have tried to go back and like find out like what was our first date that we ever did because it's our 10th anniversary this year of being together and we're like what was our first date we're trying to remember and i'm like well i know we went to a movie and i'm like what movie was that i can't i can't recall so like we were looking through like timelines like in real life of like okay what movies came out uh august of of 2011 and i'm like I know we saw this movie, but I'm going to be real up, not upset. But I'm just going to bum me out if this is the first date we ever went on. Apparently, our first movie that we ever saw together was Paranormal Activity Three. I think. Really nice. Right? Good play, AJ. <laughs> that's that's a, a old like the the game like the yes. handbook whatever to the <laughs> yeah. game. You take your date to a horror movie because it the gets first their, trick like, of the a, book, a, a, adrenaline pumping or whatever their heart, and they yes. associate it with like excitement in. The, <laughs> yes. Nothing gets I'll, you as hard up as being scared. Exactly. <laughs> Ghosts, <laughs> demons. <laughs> and hey, we've been married. Let's go. Prove it. So far, it's, it's it worked. One for one. One for one. Previous girlfriend I took to see How to Train Your Dragon. Guess what? We didn't work out. <laughs> you could <have> train her. <laughs> 
Do you guys recall at all? I know it's a random one just to kind of spring on you. Do you guys recall the first like movie or whatever that you took your girlfriend or wife, whatever to? I think you're actually onto something with that, AJ, because one of the first um, movies that John and I watched together, uh, we started uh, short. We started dating shortly before Halloween. So for Halloween, we watched Signs, but we didn't just watch it indoors. They had like an acre of land with a cornfield behind them. So we set up nice. a giant uh, sheet on like a wall or whatever, and using a projector, played Signs out there. So I think you're right because we got married. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, Mine and Brandy's, uh, we I think we watched The Blind Side, that Michael Orr movie, the football that movie. That is such a white person movie. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I like sports. What can I say? So, you know, you guys are all anime, scary movie people. I like sports. What can I say? I like, I like football, I like basketball. So I took my wife to see a football movie, and, you know, now we're married. One for one. It worked. I want you to like apply that. Be like Sandra Bullock movies, man. I'm telling you, some <laughs> <laughs> about that white savior. Just man. Okay. I have a <laughs> confession to make though, and I know Brandy's going to hate that I'm going to tell this story. We were just talking about it like two days ago, and I seriously am cringing about it. I I do not feel comfortable with telling this story at all, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So hype. Yes, let's do this. <clears throat> so back in the day, you know, like. Wait, me, Brandy and I started dating when I was 14, I think, and she was 13, so super young. Uh, she was my second girlfriend, third girlfriend ever. Um, oh, two brag of about the, it. So two girlfriends uh, before her both became lesbians. So uh, <laughs> with still, each other, the book the book's still out <laughs> at this point. So on, uh, you know, <laughs> but regardless, um, so very young, uh, very inexperienced, and didn't really have a lot of experience actually dating girls. Okay, so we went to movies often was our way to like spend time together. Matt is what is Matt's face? I want I want to hear Matt's face. You were fourteen in high school. <laughs> Were you not? Are you not fourteen in high school? Is that not a thing? That's a freshman. No, I was, four, I was fourteen my sophomore year. I was always a year behind everybody. Like year, I was like wise. fifteen, dude. Did you? Did you like? How was your? How no, many times was, did you go through like first grade, second grade? Did I fail a grade? No. Yeah, like, yeah I did my bonus third grade. No one else did bonus third grade. <laughs> yeah. We smashed second, it that first grade? year. They said, "Bro, you got to do it again." Show all these other third graders yeah, how to do it, bro. No, I was one of the oldest in my class. I was an old guy. No, but I was so I was fourteen uh, again, and more importantly, I was inexperienced when it came to dating. So, like I said, we used to go to movie theaters because it was like that was really our only time to be alone, right? You know, in, in a you room know. full of strangers, just alone. <laughs> so I don't know, Brandy. Okay, it was. It was my idea. I, I wanted to. I wanted. It, okay, so Brandy likes Twizzlers. Okay, and <laughs> I, <laughs> where I is no this idea going? What you're talking about? What's the story? <laughs> that you are. I can see you just struggling right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt's face is gold. <laughs> yeah, we used to make out with Twizzlers. I don't understand. Explain. You did a lady in the tramp. Yeah, a little bit. Sounds like a little yeah. bit of that. Little little you know, basically there was just Twizzlers involved with the makeout process. And I'm cringing <laughs> about it. I'm telling you guys, I'm not and I thought that was like the most like I mean, I remember in the moment it's like, oh yeah, this is this is the way you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 
I hated it. I hate talking about it. I hate thinking about it. Like we talked about it like two days ago because Brandy had Twizzlers, and I was like, "Remember when we used to make out with Twizzlers in our mouths?" <laughs> I miss that. I miss but back when our relationship yeah. had fire and sparks. <laughs> Brandy's gonna bring him Twizzlers. Hey, honey. I can't I can't wait. Next time Matt is over at y'all's house, just bust out a little thing. Hey, babe. Just a little floppy Twizzler. Just, hey, got, sweetie. Want, want some red vines? Heath, um, am I allowed to tell the peanut story? Go ahead. Tell us Absolutely. Story. So, Matt, I, first of all, I feel your pain, brother. You know, Heath, you know, married my sister. So, I, I, I feel you. Um <laughs> So, uh, Heath, myself, and Tori actually all lived together at one point. Um, well, they weren't supposed to be dating, is what they is like what they publicly said. Uh, but privately, apparently, it was another story. Well, long short of it, I'm upstairs doing my thing. I've got a cold. I'm sick. I'm watching Netflix, talking to Jonna, uh, my wife, but girlfriend at the time. And I smell something cooking. I'm upstairs, uh, Heath and Tori are downstairs. I smell something cooking. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm sick. Tori's cooking dinner, maybe some chicken soup or something. I don't know. This is cool. I'm excited. Right. <laughs> I'm excited. You know, I was happy. Uh, Baby. Some time goes by and the smell gets stronger. I was like, huh, that's weird. She's still cooking, but I'm too sick to go downstairs to check. Well, a little bit more time goes by and like the smell is turning bad, like really, really bad. And I'm like, what the frick's going on? So I get out, get off the couch, open up the door. Uh, I was on the upstairs, two story house, and there is smoke everywhere like the fog style you can't Baby. see through it. Like I can't see the wall that's like three feet across from me or whatever, anything like that. So I like apparently we don't didn't put batteries in the smoke alarm, so that was our bad, I guess, because <laughs> so they weren't going in off. A, in a way, you're welcome, Lee. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so I basically scream like Heath, Tori, are you guys alive? What the fuck? You know, all that kind of stuff or whatever. Oh, were they? <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So I run downstairs. The smoke is just worse. It's it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and I'm screaming for them because I think they're dead. Like they're not <laughs> saying anything. There's smoke everywhere. <laughs> they died. Like they died. And then all of a sudden, out of the side room, they bust out through the door, like, oh, what's going on? I don't know. Oh, we were doing nothing. Tori's shirts backwards. <laughs> Heath's pants are inside out. <laughs> He's not even wearing pants. What are you talking about inside out? <laughs> so basically, Tori was boiling peanuts, which mm. that's not yeah, a sentence you hear. <laughs> that was a setup and a spike. You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus. So apparently, the, their version of the story is um, they Tori put peanuts on to boil, and you're supposed to add more water, and just got distracted. I think they were doing homework. I think something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. studying for anatomy. It was and physiology. Some really hard homework. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sick. I'm outside, oh cursing God. them, pissed off. The house smells like smoke. We all almost died. So, but you know, they got married, so I guess I can't complain too bad. It was so funny. I remember that so fondly because it's so good. What a way to go out. Dude, it was <laughs> perfect. Because I just remember like being, like doing something with Tori, good. and then I just hear, Heath, Tori, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I open the door, and there's just a wall of smoke. I'm like, oh, God, what's... <laughs> I, I, I can imagine a scenario... Man. I like to imagine a scenario where you didn't know that there was she was boiling peanuts. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that good, huh? 
It's like the like the condensation on the car effect type situation where it's like, (laughs) dude, get some lube or something. Jeez, it shouldn't be that much. Oh my god, (laughs) starting fires. Oh man, speaking of starting fires, never mind. That's amazing. Sorry, never mind. But little teaser. Yep, we'll see. I think I know the story. Is it the story that I was involved with too? No, you were not involved. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, totally. It's about a fire. It's about a fire thing. It's not that interesting. No, it just—it no, is no. something that's. Real, it's a story about the three of us that involved edges fire. Over here, edges over here. No, like, I, is that the time I was involved? Yeah, it was me and Heath. It was me and Heath that time. Uh, I can save it or say it now. Either way. Uh, let's save it. God, sounds good. I think one magical story per episode is pretty darn good. Hell yeah. Uh, so last bi- last bit of news here. We talk about real quick because we have we do have a few questions sent in from uh, people on Instagram. Heath, what are these last bi- things that you wanted to talk about? Looks like uh, uh, I'll some just video say games. My, the last thing I'll start with, and I'll just I'll end with this one for me is there's a Dead Space remake that's coming oh. out. They announced it. There's a trailer for it. Watch it. If you have never played Dead Space, it was which Darren, you might not want to play it. It was like a teaser, yeah, for sure. Uh, Dead Space is a fantastic game, a very beloved game. Uh, one of the scariest games out there, for sure. Has incredible atmosphere. Um, everyone loved that game. It was, it was wanting more, for sure. And they announced a remake recently and super hyped for it. So you say remake. Is there is there a difference between like a remake and a remaster? Like what? Uh, yes, this- uh, it's ground up remake oh. similar to resident evil that's gonna wow. be pretty so it's good the, it's the same game same story everything they just like totally like recreated the game correct yes. it's like the resident yes. evil remakes yes correct exactly what, uh, yeah, yeah, what just, yeah i know what that means um but my point was is that like the is it like they're not changing anything like was there is it was it bad before like what's the no, why, no, no, why no. Do they it's feel just old the need? Oh, it's okay, a gotcha. very very old game i think it's gotcha, on gotcha. 360 uh and so you're making it for ps5 graphics and the atmosphere and the like the the scariness and the, like this the uh the stress of playing the game is so amazing that imagine it now with these graphics you can do now what you can do with sound what you and can do 4K with 4k lighting crap, what you can do with all high that dynamic range yeah. so why wouldn't they just make a new game i guess technically they could that's hard uh, i think it's i think it's just like a, a shoe in like for sure sell Everyone loved it so they nailed it so hard the first time. It's like, hey, let's just do that again. Let's just give people what they want. Because honestly, most people online were wanting this more than anything—a remake. So, well, all right. I mean, I guess that's what they want. I guess give yeah, I think it's one of those things. I love like how kind of Darren's just like, I guess that works. It's a giant classic game that they're eh. like trying to make live-action movies of and like series of. Eh. It's like The Last of Us kind of thing, where it's like, eh, yeah. Oh, I think it's cool. just the fear Whoa. of like, what if Whoa. they make a bad one? You know? Whoa! It's that yeah, fear. It's, of what if you taint what was already well, previously so beloved? To be fair, a whole generation of gamers have not played Dead yeah, Space I or OG. De- like yeah. I guess th- at this point, True OG Dead well. Space. So here we go. Now they get to experience it, and I'm I'm very excited. Actually, I never finished the game. I started it, and it scared me too much. So good, so good. <laughs> I was so scared, dude, because that type of horror screws me up. Because it's not just like it is very very suspenseful <clears throat> and atmospheric, which that alone is already really really scary. But I, it's it's not like one of those things where like oh it's like it, the whole thing is kind of scary of what can happen no they pepper in horrible horrible things that happen it's like playing event horizon the game it's like body I, horror type stuff dude Ugh, i started dude. the trailer and it was all dark so i turned it off for five seconds <laughs> <laughs> good man all right well uh that's gonna wrap up our news uh, we have a few questions uh, as you guys can think about any recommendations or homework we got a few questions sent in 
on the Instagrams at genre geeks. If you want to do uh, the polls as well, or submit a bunch of fun questions and things from the hotchpotch podcast, we have Ooh. thoughts on the space jam with. Okay. I guess I'll, you know what? I'm going to save you guys. The, I'm going to give you guys the, the out because this is not going to look good on you. I'm going <laughs> to clean it up. Thoughts on the new space jam with LeBron. I, I meant, I said my thoughts earlier in the episode. Not good. Not a good time, Rip. but here we go. First real question is from the glitch Q podcast, which they're one of the podcasts I've been talking to. They're going to be sending in a recommendation at some point. I am very excited for it. They're a very good show. What game inspired slash sparked your love for games or what is your earliest memory of games? So I guess let's start with the first part of what inspired, what, what game I guess really kicked off your love of video games. I'm obviously really excited for Heath's answer because mine's not a very particularly fun one. I'll go first. Um, Smash first Bros. console I ever had was the N64, and it was Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. 64. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good one, dude. That's a Love very, very that. good one. I think the the my, the first thing that came to my mind whenever this was, was mentioned was Ratchet & Clank. So I'm going to say that. Ratchet & Clank was the first game that I played that I like really, really got into, played a lot. So, yeah, that's what I'd go with. Mine so is for weird. Me, go ahead, go ahead. I'm because yours is going to be an actual good one. <laughs> Mine is trash. <laughs> there was a Rugrats PlayStation One game that that I had back when I was like five years old, and it was like the perfect age, uh, like difficulty wise for me. Like it was a super super easy game, and it was nothing but like every single game was nothing but like homages to the TV show. And so I'm like, oh, I remember that episode. And I just I had so much fun playing it that I'm like, OK, I'm going to spend my time doing this, like playing games. Uh, like I said, it was a garbage game, especially in hindsight. It was not good. But I just I remember it being part of something I really loved. So it made me want to fall in love more with the medium. I'll, uh, I put my prediction in chat. I put my prediction for Heath's game in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Um, For myself, like I played games you know growing up all that stuff but um this game is the first one that popped up for me because it really got me into this genre of games and uh heat's actually the one that uh got me into it it's devil may cry um got really got yeah. me into like the hack and slash anime style over the top characters because i always grew up playing like uh uh what army men and nascar and Ooh, army men's a great game <laughs> it is a great game but i always played that stuff heat's the one that got me into that with devil may cry my gamer tags nero all that did, stuff, so. Lee, did you ever play Army Men Sarge's War? Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. It's the one that has the melting on the cover. Melting? Army Men Sarge's Heroes 2 was the best. That was dope. That Those games that were me. amazing. Heath. All right, Heath. Um, So it's kind of hard to remember, because honestly, I feel like video games has always been like some part of my life. I remember playing like, Nintendo games and, and even Atari games with my brother. And I think that's the fortunate part for me, is I had an older brother which made things really like, you know, accessible to me because he was able to own all those things before I even got to him. Um, but the for me, the fondest memories I remember as a very young kid was on the Sega Genesis playing a game called uh, TMT, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. It's like yeah. a side-scrolling beat-em-up game. And Based on the movie? Yeah, and it was a fantastic game. Like that was so much fun. It got me really into video games because then I also started playing a game called Splatterhouse is like a horror side scroll beam up and then Streets of Rage. You're probably way too young for Splatterhouse. I am way too. I was, yes. It's terrified me. Like, terrified. Give me nightmares. 
Uh, then like Streets of Rage. And then after that, I started going back and playing uh, earlier games. Like I remember playing Mega Man 3 on NES and and a bunch of awesome games. And uh, I think what really, really gave, gave me the love for video games was there's a game called Revenge of Shinobi on Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. And it was the first game I remember like playing beginning to end and beating. And it's a very, very, very difficult game. And the ending music cue, like freaking awoken something into me like uh, i freaking got <laughs> like, teared up it was like i beat it felt accomplished and that music is so hype and amazing and after that yeah i was hooked so like, yeah i'm, I'm gonna chase that dragon <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so then i really got into rpgs so that really took things a different direction so you just snowballed yep uh next question is from the glass studios he asks did any of you enjoy the olympics growing up yeah it was a significantly bigger deal back when we were kids because it was like all so. about patriotism and nationalism and I feel like every four America. years we all become swimming ep- experts. <laughs> 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 like like oh Katie Ledecky, you lost by point one fingernail lengths. What are you doing? Get back in the gym. It was like, come on now, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I do I, I I didn't care. I tried caring back when I was in my athlete denial period where I'm just like, I like sports. Sports are are cool. And I'm like, why do I hate every second of this? (laughs) And me trying to make it fun is just the whole, all my experience with it. Uh, I liked the basketball. I would watch the basketball a lot, especially because like back in the nineties, I could barely remember. uh, Cause I was born in 93. So like the 96, like uh, was like the, that was the dream team. I'm pretty sure Uh, back then, back when Jordan, back when Jordan and them impregnated all of Europe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like basket like team usa all that stuff was a big deal so that look yeah look up what year that was because i yeah, there was, was 1992 was the dream team was it 92 dang so i wasn't even yeah. born yet so we were still coming down from the high of that for the next like two or three olympics no i was actually to be completely honest i prefer the winter games they're way more fun to me i like a little bit of both because there's things from both that i like i really like curling in the winter games but I also really enjoy like all the summer games. Like I, I like watching uh, soccer. I like watching uh, basketball. I like watching. Well, I say that basketball usually isn't fun basketball to watch. Basketball should be a winter game. Let's be clear. <laughs> you think so? When does the NBA season go? I mean, it's through the winter, but that's. I mean, it's not the NBA specifically. But it, it's, it, it's it's indoors. It's it's hmm. indoors. It should be it should be winter. Let's divvy up these sports a little bit more evenly. To me, I've never understood the Olympics. It's like you have people that are like dedicating their life to like diving and i just think it's just a weird thing <laughs> but curling's okay yeah. it's just so weird to me because it's like these people like they train for like years to become the best at just diving they spin around they do some twists some flips like it's just so weird like you could be doing so much more with your life let's be honest you're not wrong uh last question comes from which this is the one i'm actually like i really want to hear our thoughts on because this is the exact kind of dumb question for us from the indecisive cinema club another great uh podcast the movie podcast you guys should check out they're very similar to us in that i i listened to their episode in the first 30 45 minutes is just them like arguing and like having like random like non sequitur conversations much like us Mm. uh their, their their question is what is the time frame for quote the afternoon (laughs) <laughs> example is it 1 p.m to 4 p.m or is it 12 30 to 6 great <laughs> question great question this is a great question so afternoon to me afternoon right <laughs> think about afternoon it's not just afternoon right because afternoon noon really starts and ends 
at 2 p.m. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's weird. Afternoon to me doesn't start until 1 for me. Even I though can hear some arguments for 1. Technically, 1201 should be afternoon, but no, I don't right, feel right, right. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like then, because then, to me, no, because then if you're going with, if you're saying noon is a time, then that totally makes noon obsolete. You got to let, let noon have its day. You know what I mean? Like, you got to let it noon. Noon has got to be from like noon to two. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm putting down 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. So you got morning, noon, afternoon, evening. You got to let noon have its day. Again, noon to two. 4 p.m. is like a weird transitional time. What else? Someone else say anything. Lee. I, I think I, 1 to 3 is mid-noon. When's full noon? <laughs> that's that's, that's a, high around, noon. Around 9, nine yeah. to 11. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Lee, what are your thoughts? So my afternoon is going to have to go from 1 p.m. to 11.59 because I want as large of a window as possible for some afternoon delight, and I ain't going to deny myself. Uh, oh, it's 5 yes. o'clock. I can't get afternoon delight, so, you know. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Lee, it's 11.45 p.m. Like, yeah, afternoon. afternoon delight. <laughs> I, I was thinking... Um, Two, you said 2 p.m. I, I was going to say start with 3 to like 5, but I'm going to push it to 2 p.m. to 5. And that's right. It's my man. afternoon. So what is 1 p.m. to you? It's just... It's noon. <laughs> extra noon. It's afternoon. Bowl point noon. <laughs> but it's, no, no, again. No, it's before noon. Noon noon extends all the way to it's, 2 p.m. It's is after it space noon, noon. Right. Yeah, it's after afternoon. It's after morning. <laughs> there after you morning, go. No, after morning is a whole different it. conversation. Whole different conversation. No, after morning is after noon. morning is no, from ten a.m. After morning is hundred percent. They should make that a time. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> we're getting we're getting way in the weeds here, guys. We don't need to get into that discussion. Okay, it's gonna take okay. another thirty Beginning minutes. Beginning of the day, okay. Beginning of the day. Morning. Let's start. Let's say like the hour, like seven eight seven a.m. That's a, that's a reasonable oh, time. Oh, seven a.m. What are you talking? It's six a.m. We all know that. Okay, well, we all work at like four in the morning, so we're not normal human beings. <laughs> that's, 7 that's a.m. Called, that's, yeah, that's dawn. 4 a.m. is dawn. And you got sure. the dawn, which is 3 a.m. So then you, okay. What about twilight? Oh, twilight. It's whole different, again, whole different discussion. Whole different discussion. I thought twilight was night going to morning, not morning going to night. Or, or no, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, absolutely right, right. Of course. Okay, go ahead. So we have morning, <laughs> and then towards 9, 10-ish. After morning. morning. Right, absolutely. After morning, right. Yeah, yeah. We can right, all be. Right. We all need to be in agreement. We need to start right. using after that morning. phrase. I like it. Right. After morning. After morning. Okay, after, after morning. Or pre noon. <laughs> after morning. Pre noon. <laughs> yeah, see, after morning is from nine to ten, and then pre noon is from ten to twelve. Ten to twelve is pre noon. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we have noon, obviously, then which is the pinnacle of the day. Noon is from twelve to two, obviously. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, I'll concede I that. I disagree too, but I'll I'll concede that. Then you have afternoon. Right, three like to five. No, it's got it's to it's be after noon. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, before we oh, get too space. far. Hard space. Go ahead. You, the uh, mornings or the what was it? What was it after morning? After morning is after morning, right? right? And then pre noon. Right. But that pre-noon. starts at ten. You said. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, pre noon starts at eleven. Pre noon stops serving breakfast at ten thirty. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say breakfast 11. can happen during morning. So and it can have, right, exactly. You can have a pre-noon breakfast, or it's you can have a morning breakfast, breakfast, after morning. But look, you can look. You can go to Jimmy's Egg, get a quick little six a.m. burrito. There you go. And then you can go on to Whataburger at nine a.m., get a more after morning burrito, and then pre-noon <laughs> breakfast at 
you know, wherever, wherever you want to go. You can go, you can go anywhere. And everything's open. Times. Whataburger is 24 hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Oh, you but can even we, get a twilight all, breakfast. <laughs> all of us have to start saying after morning to people. I like that a lot, actually. And just see how many yeah. weird looks we get. Good after morning to you, sir. <laughs> after morning, morning or morrow? After morning. No, that's like tomorrow, right? Uh, morrow is a whole morrow. different thing. Okay. So we had afternoon, which ends. When, when can we all agree afternoon ends? Eight. 5 p.m. Yeah. 5 yeah, I would say evening starts at 5. Six, 6 at the latest. Yeah. Well, okay, but that's pre-evening. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Four then. Afternoon ends at four. Five is okay. pre-evening. And pre-evening. Okay, okay, okay. And then evening starts at six. Yeah, All right. sure. Till what? Up eight? until eight. Eight's night? And then, it's and night. then you got pre-night. Seven. <laughs> you got to dust. Seven to like eight. <laughs> pre-night. You got witching hour. Don't forget that. <laughs> then night. Oh, the witching hour. Ah, oh, oh, the witching twilight? hour. The well, best hour twilight. of the day. Oh, Twilight, that's that's all. That's, that's it's honestly it's abstract. It's a concept that we haven't even understood as humans. Yeah, okay. yeah. we can't really After, get into that. That's yeah. all. Then midnight, we have midnight, night, right. post night. Mid- midnight is just like noon, where it extends more than twelve o'clock. It goes from twelve to two. We all know that. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Midnight, and then twilight begins, and then cycle begins all over again. <laughs> yeah. Let's just take twilight out of there. Let's figure out the math before we get to the quantum math. <laughs> you can reference you, this, you, this discussion <laughs> for later. We'll have a chart made with like a moon and a sun and like a shrugging sun. It's like pre noon, I guess. Who asked that question, AJ? <laughs> that was from the Indecisive Podcast, the Indecisive right. Cinema Podcast. Y'all had a great question, We're, so thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're great. They're they're very fun. But uh, I think that's the perfect place for us to wrap. Uh, any recommendations or homework you guys want to throw in real quick? I have some recommendations. Go, Go ahead, for it. Please. No, is it just He-Man? That's all good. Oh, I've been listening to some uh, a lot of music recently, and there are three albums I'll do recommend. IDK, Use For Yourself, uh, Tyler Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, and Vince Staples' self-titled album. Those are three that are really, really good. I've heard Tyler's. Yep. I did not like it. Really? Yeah. Not okay. my cup of tea. Mm. In my opinion, I love all three of those, and I suggest you listen to those. I'm going to recommend from last week the guys that brought in that, uh, the Bomb Pops. The Bomb Pops, man. <laughs> I've been listening to them a lot, actually. Dude, yes, I, I have I, been too. I really enjoy them. <laughs> they're good. Yeah, they're really good. And uh, Brandy, what did she, she described them some way. I, I can't remember what she said, but it was perfect. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at nothing because I can't remember what she said. So, great segue <laughs> there and thanks. Nailed it. Anyone else? Nailed it. All right. Well, I don't have anything either. So be sure to do the good things to us on all the social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Genre Geeks, Genre Geeks cast. Let us know if what recommendations you want to have. Let us know who belongs in our GG, the Mount G-more. Mount G-more. There you Let go. us know. We're sculpting it now. We're, do, we're getting the blueprints. We're going. We're getting an artist. We're, we're going to have it ready. And, uh, send us an email, genregeekscast at gmail.com. And stay tuned for next time when we have our Black Widow talk. And until next time. Bye.